Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I had got on the um, podcast earlier because I was um, adamant about speaking about something. And it's funny because, <clears throat> excuse me, it's funny because this morning when I was on the podcast, it just did something crazy. Like, it was just weird. And so I went through the logistics of everything to make sure that what I had said had been sent out. And so um, that's cool. I hope y'all got it. It was about confidence. <clears throat> and then I had talked about some men. And so today, um, when I was I was traveling and I had got some information <clears throat> and it was actually news. And it was news like local news about a young man that I know and it was very disheartening information and the shocking thing about the shock of it was that there really was no shock and it's like no disrespect or anything like that because I personally thought that you know he was a good dude and at the end of the day you know we have these surface relationships with people and you're like oh you're pretty good you're decent and stuff like that and not knowing the things that people are capable of or the things that people are doing or the things that people are involved in which again makes them I don't know what's going on which makes them kind of like not a nice person you understand what I'm saying and it's sad because, again, you know, you didn't do anything to me. You ain't do anything to mine, but you did something. And you did something to somebody. And it wasn't a nice thing that you did. And I try to balance that out because it's like, wow. And it's just really, it's just really sad because you think of when people do stuff, people fail to realize, like, when we live our lives, we're not just living our lives, like, for us. Yeah, if that makes sense. We're living our lives for our friends and our family and our community and those around us. And that's how we're interconnected. Even in six degrees of separation, there's somebody who knows somebody that you know kind of thing. And it's just, I'm just still trying to kind of wrap my head around it. And again, you know, you'd be like, well, it ain't me, it ain't mine. But then it's somebody that you know. Right, and then just the people that's affected by it, whether it be family, whether it be friends, whether it be neighbors, whether it be coworkers, whatever. And I think sometimes we live selfishly. We we do. And you know, it's 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 hard and I'm using the word balance now this week. Endurance was like last week or coming into this week. And I've said it, it's so funny because I've used the word endurance a couple of times in conversations outside of the podcast. But I'm thinking about this balance that we have to have in our lives because I get that, you know, we're these individuals and yet still we're interconnected somehow, some way. And we're a reflection upon one another in humanity. You know what I'm saying? It's like and I get the generalizations and the stereotypes and stuff. And that's why I try to be careful by saying some or most, you know, not saying all. 
And it's just really, really sad how the mind works and how people do things and how you got things happening in people's lives that they can't come back from. It's no, I feel like I have a sneeze. It's like you, 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 oh, and I didn't sneeze. <laughs> no, I'm not getting a cold. Um, but it's just some things that you just can't um, come back from. And I wonder about, again, our counsel. I wonder about the people who we spend most of our time with who really don't know us and don't know what it is that we're involved in and what it is that we're struggling with and what it is that we're doing whereas someone can pull your coattail or someone can say, yo, go get help or yo, stop or what are you doing or yes, I'm saying like where is the accountability in the lives of the people around us if it's just about, you know, getting your paycheck and it's just about being cool and, you know, um, like, is that what it's about? It's not about people's souls and their lives and their livelihood in regards to the rest of their lives and their family and their children and, you know, their church and just all the things that are connected to us. And it's just, it's just so sad. It's just so sad. And it's not, you know, humorous. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's not okay. You understand what I mean? Because again, another person is lost. Another person is in trouble. And when you say that, that person in trouble has gotten other people in trouble and have gotten other people lost and other people hurt and other people trying to find their way and other people. You know, it's like it's this, this domino effect. And that's about, that's, that's a problem that we must aim to rectify within our sphere of influence and with those that are around us. And I don't think that we think like that. I don't think that's the thought process you right now. And now it's like 2020 hindsight. Like what? And when you have people that's sitting at the table or you have people who want to sit at the table and sitting there saying, okay, do this, do this, do this, because either they went to school and they learned something <laughs> and they want to apply it because that's the whole point. That's why you master in things. That's why you you go to trainings. That's why you, you go to these classes. That's why you read a book so you can get information in order to apply it. And so I feel that there's no application, yet still there's all this information. And I feel like we're not doing our due diligence. And then after it all goes left, now you're sitting there trying to scrap together and fix something that you can't fix. Because it's already broken. It's shattered. And people's lives are now shattered. Because someone or someone's did not circumvent because they were focused on lunch. They was focused on um, exterior. They was focused on beautification of what it looks like as to exactly what it is and what it's supposed to be. And when somebody comes in, oh, you doing the most. No, it's not doing the most. Because again, if you say this is what it is, then that's what it's supposed to be. If this is what the motto is, and this is what the the theme is, and this is what it's supposed to be, then that's what it's supposed to be. 
you gonna give me say it's a burger but it's chicken that's not a burger it's chicken it's a chicken sandwich it's not a burger and I would get really really upset if I want a burger and you give me a chicken sandwich I would be upset not that I probably I probably no I probably wouldn't eat it cause I want a burger but most people would eat a chicken sandwich because, oh, I don't want to offend nobody and I don't want to send it back and I don't want to be bad So and I'm hungry, so just give me a chicken sandwich instead of waiting and ordering a burger. Or you know how you order something and then you get home and it ain't what you ordered. That's why you're supposed to look in your bag before you leave. But irrespective, going off. But it's sad that again another life is lost and then you had these people sitting there having these conversations and you're in position and you were in a position to help and now you up here trying to scurvy to save your ass because again you're so smart and you have somebody telling you to do harm or or, or don't allow or prevent somebody who could help and would help and would do it and wouldn't cause you a liability. And then you go with the liability. And now all your assets Are questionable so then they weren't assets they're all liabilities <clears throat> it's just you know it's just really disheartening and again I I don't aim to you know throw anybody under the bus or whatever but when I sit here and I and I think about where we are and you have young people you know who can really do good things and yet still because they have poor counsel or because their minds are fixated on the wrong thing they're making bad decisions and it's costly and it affects a lot of other people and it's inconsiderate because then you're just thinking about yourself and then you're being selfish and we're not called to be selfish. As humanity, we're not called to be selfish. It's funny how, you know, <clears throat> we're in this season of doing um, food drives and stuff like that, which is very admirable, and I'm sure there's a need. We don't have a problem in America with food. There is not a food shortage. It's not. In my opinion, we hadn't even really experienced a recession in the United States of America because if we had, the franchises would not be open and they would not be doing as well as they are. Even when they do their little low menus and their coupons, people are out regularly eating. People are obese. So, food is not our problem. And you, you, 
focus on that. And again, it's an admirable thing. It's nice to make sure everybody has a turkey on Thanksgiving and everybody has the trimmings on Thanksgiving and everybody eats and be thankful. But now you have Thanksgiving coming where people are not going to be able to sit at nobody's table because what the need is, is not being addressed. Where the accountability is, where character is, where integrity is, with safeguard, with protection, with love, with genuine correction ought to be is not in existence. And so having these food banks and everything is wonderful. You talk about mental health problems. You talk about um, children, awareness, drugs, all of these things that we talk about and there's nothing in place, substantially in place. Faithfully, every year we do this. And again, we do this stuff once a year when you have things that need to be done throughout the year, daily, weekly, monthly. Your paperwork is not in order. Your sheets are not balancing. There's no training. Your cameras don't work. Nobody is calling anybody. There's no sit down. There's no correction. There's no direction. There's no intervention. There's no dismissals. There's no rehiring. There's no cleansing. And that's a problem, as you can see, because in my mind, Nobody supposed to be lost. And again, maybe that's far-fetched for me. Maybe I'm asking too much. But I know scripture, and I'm speaking to those now who are in the faith or who claim to be in the faith. It says if one, if one is lost, you leave the 99 and you go for the one. There should be no reason. And then for anybody to sit back with their feet up and say, oh, it's not my problem. It is your problem. Because, again, six degrees of separation. You're still connected. And if you don't feel any kind of way, even Lord have mercy on my soul. Because it says how we treat the people in prison, how we treat the widow, how we treat the fatherless, how we treat them, how we treat the children. Said it would be better if we hung a millstone around our necks. It said God desired that none should perish, but that everyone would come to the saving knowledge of God. So I'm sitting here thinking that it's not okay. It's not okay. And I get it. People have choices. People have decisions to make. It is you make your bed. You got to lie in it. You know what I'm saying? God is, you know, if we say we make our bed in hell, he did. We make it in heaven, he did. I get it. 
But at what point are we going to take some kind of onus for the loss of people when we had them in our care? When we had them, at least a, a repentance, a lament of, you know, if you're going to wash your hands, that you do it in a way where as I've done everything I can possibly do to help and my help wasn't received. I've done everything I could possibly do and I was ignored or I was rejected or whatever. Because even Jesus, he told the boy man to sell everything and follow him. And the guy was like, nope, can't do it. Mm, deuces. Uh-uh, I like all the stuff I have. and But he did everything that he could at that moment in time and that man made a choice the prodigal son he made a choice and then he came to himself and came went back to his father's house and so I get the choice part and so for me it's just making sure like you know I've done everything that I could possibly do in my sphere of influence and those that are around me to help them to make better decisions, to be able to correct them. People can't take correction no more. That's what we are in society, that you can't check nobody no more without feeling some kind of way. You know, you can't be like, no, don't do that anymore without somebody feeling, oh, you judging me? So nobody is wise enough anymore and no one has any influence to be able to persuade people or to help people to make better decisions. And so we just remain silent because we're not wise enough. We're not smart enough. We're not capable of helping other people to get their lives together or to keep their lives together or not to mess their lives up. And even in the and you think about the spiritual aspect of it, you already know what is Satan's job to still kill and destroy. That's what he does. That is his MO. And the fact of the matter is he's running out of time. So he is trying to move quickly to get any and everybody he can possibly get to go with him to hell that he already knows that he is destined to go. And for those that's in the faith and those that believe, you already know what it is. And so I believe that we have a due diligence for those that's in the faith, if we know stuff, if we have information, if there even is an inkling, and I even say, forgive me, God, because we're so involved in our own lives that we don't get a chance to see what's going on in other people's lives. You know, unless like you're like a prayer warrior or something like that, or you're you 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 do the intercessory prayer or you know you're sitting in places where people are informing you of stuff and so you have information and then you're able to try to do what you can and pull somebody aside or something like that but then that means that we have to be even more discerning in the spirit of God in order that if nobody else is telling us that the Lord is telling us stuff and that we're sensitive to that so we know how to pray we know how to make that phone call we know how to show up we know where to go 
even being watchful in our environment. Like we've gotten so lax where we're not watchful. And we we want to leave it up to other people when you're going to be held responsible because you're there. You're there. You're there. Why? What? What? Excuse me. What? You were at lunch? Excuse me. What? Where were you? So now you scurvy in. Is scurvy scurvy in? I never... <laughs> I mean, it's like... It's the craziest thing. So we have to wake up. And it's not even about at the end of the day, oh, we going into a new year, so therefore let's know. How about today? Because what's done is done. It's done. It's no backpedaling. It's not. It's done. And I respect those people who admit at the end of the day, because for me, Kim, personally, like, my conscience gotta be clear. It just gotta be clear. It gotta be clean. Like, I'm just too old. I'm just too old. And when I say that, I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about, like, knowledge and information and wisdom. Like, I'm just too old to be sitting there trying to figure, no, this is what it is. This is how it was. This is what, like, this is it. Like, I don't have time to be lying. I don't have time to be bad. Like, you messed up. You messed up. You take the hit. You move on with your life. Go on, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Because, again, you shouldn't be doing stuff. You ain't, stop playing. People play too much. And you playing with people's lives. You're in positions that you have lives in your hand. And you got to be some kind of crazy. Some kind of nuts. To be playing with people's lives and to be playing with people's children. And then you talking about, oh, you doing the most. No, I'm not doing the most. Because the same vigor and the same attention that I give to other people's children... I anticipate and expect it to be for mine. And that's how people are supposed to act. And it's not because, oh, I don't have any, or I didn't have any, or, oh, it's not mine, or whatever. No, we are responsible for one another. We need to get that. And what you do affects me just like what I do affects you. And the fact of the matter is, oh, me, what I do affects you. And it's like, oh, well, you loud or you this or you too mean or you too upset or whatever. But it ain't going down on my watch. It's not happening. That's the difference. And so people have bought into a false sense of reality. And we need to wake up. And this is a wake-up call. We're getting a lot of wake-up calls. A lot of wake-up calls. And hallelujah, thanks be to God, we still have lives. But woe to one that would lose a life. God forbid. 
God forbid. So it's a sad situation. It's not funny. It's not for play play. Do your job. And if you can't do your job, then do another job. If something is impeding you from doing it correctly, then you need to figure out how to remove that impediment in order for you to do what you're supposed to do. Because what can't continue to happen is people are getting hurt in any way. It's not okay. This is not an accident. It's a difference. Accidents happen. We have paper for that. This is not an accident. This is an oversight. This was a poor judgment call. This was lackadaisical. This was not being aware. This was not being attentive. This was not being vigilant. That's what that was. And so miss me with it when I get in my feelings about who you say you are and what we say we represent. And when people are standing there crying out for their lives and they're standing there demanding that you show and prove. If you about that life, then it shouldn't be a problem. It should not be a problem. So I say, Lord, have mercy on us all. Have mercy on the young man. Have mercy on the people involved. Have mercy. Because it's truly, truly, truly needed. Imagine my face.